In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Don't ever stop growing. If you've got a pulse, God has a plan. You need to keep growing and learning, and your best version depends on what you do today. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10, part two in our series of top books from the Men in the Arena podcast. I'm Jim Ramos. Here with our producer and co-host Dale Culver. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great. Hey, man, we got a lot to cover. So you got want you throw that man word at me and let's see if it sticks to the wall. All right, <laughs> stick this one. Skull. Whoa, whoa! Yeah, did you just tell me to stick it? I did. Wow, uh, you get a raise for that, man. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the word is scholar. So scholar learning, being taught, always uh, getting in the learning stuff. Um, you're a scholar of many books, and uh, I'm a scholar of uh, electronic stuff. That, yeah. And uh, so, you know, be learning. That's, that's the thing here. Leaders are learners. Leaders are readers. So, guys, we're constantly, constantly growing. The Bible says in Philippians 1.6, I'm confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion till the day of Christ Jesus, which to me that says don't ever stop growing if you've got a pulse, God has a plan. You need to keep growing and learning, and your best version depends on what you do today, not what you did yesterday. So guys, uh, last week we talked to you about the uh, eight of the top 16 books we've had on the Men in Arena podcast. That number 16 is not a number I strategically selected. I just went through all of our guests, and I said, man, these 16 books really stand head and shoulders above the rest. Again, they are not listed by quality. They're listed by the author's last name. So last week we did the C's and we ended with um, the F's. So this week we're going to start with G and move through the alphabet. So number nine book, um, the all-time best book, would be The Measure of Man. Jeans is the first book to really take the 20 qualifications of a biblical leader, biblical elder, and put them into a book. My book that's coming out in June is, is similar to Gene's book, uh, also similar to Ray Pritchard's book 
called Man of Honor. Those are just three of the books I know of. But this was Gene's book was wildly successful, sold millions of copies. It's still selling copies today. So that episode interview with Gene was episode 255. And Gene is over 90 years old, and he's still going for it for the kingdom. An amazing, amazing human being. So number 10 is called The Elephant in the Marriage by Jason Karampatsos. This book is a little bit more obscure. You may not have heard of the book or Jason. Jason is an Assembly of God pastor in the Midwest. I heard Jason speak at a conference. He came on our podcast. It is episode 239. And Jason, in doing his doctoral thesis, discovered this about marriage. And this is why this book rises to the top for me, that the most satisfied marriages out there believe that they are the most similar to their spouse. So they, well, they are the most similar. So similar marriage. So if you and your spouse vote the same, have a practice, the same faith, have the same hobbies, believe the same way about finances, believe the same way about raising your children, the more on the same page you are, the stronger and the more satisfied you will be as a couple. In fact, I'm a licensed prepare and rich a marriage facilitator. And the test that we administer has over 160 questions, and it all boils down to this, couple agreement. If you agree as a couple, you have a more satisfying marriage. But what Jason found out in his research that shocked me was this. So the second most satisfied group of married couples are those who are the most similar. Do you know what the first, the highest level? Can you guess, Dale? Who are the, what marriages have the highest marriage satisfaction? With the good sex life? No, although that would help. It's actually couples <laughs> who think they are the most similar. So mm. the most similar have the second highest satisfaction rate, but the couples that think they're the most similar, even though they may not be, they are even higher. Wow. So basically it comes down to this in this book, and it's a great book. He just talks about this. You need to get on the same page as your wife, Period. Mm-hmm. You you guys need to be on the same page. You need to agree on all of these areas. And if not, you need to find a common ground. If you're politically dissimilar, you need to both move into the middle more. If you're spiritually not the same, you need to move, you need to you need to figure this out. I would say this: if your wife's not a believer, don't ever move into the middle. Mm. You stay on your end, fully devoted to Jesus, and you pull her over with you. So at number eleven. And this this is a book I picked out of the air because I could have picked a number of books. This is get by a guy, a former Oregonian who now lives in Texas, a friend of ours, Rick Johnson. He wrote a book called Ten Things Great Dads Do. He's written several things for men. He is the one of the best authors I know that speak to men in decades. He's very, I would say, kind of obscure. He's not wildly known in this day and age because he's kind of in this retirement mode. But he's got some great books. And in this book, uh, Rick whittles down great fathering and attend fathering principles, and he does a great job. We've had Rick on our show twice, episode 154 and 156, and no, three times. We've had Rick on our show three times, Mm -hmm. but those two episodes highlight this book. Book number 12 is Raising a Modern Day Knight by Robert Lewis. Interesting even though we've had Robert on our show, we didn't specifically talk about this book. But we wove this book into the conversation on episode 342. And I just want to say this, guys. If you are a dad raising sons who are 
coming into their teen years or in their teen years, you have to read this book. It deals with bringing your sons through a rite of passage. Because of this book, I took my sons through two rites of passage, one at 13, one at 18, and I think it's so important. Nobody is doing that. When a woman reaches her menstrual period, when she has her first period, she begins to enter this womanhood phase. There's nothing for men. And so we as Christian dads need to bring our guys through a rite of passage. So the 13th book out of these 16 we're talking about in these two episodes is Six Rules Every Man Must Break by Bill Perkins. Bill is a dear friend of ours. He's a supporter of this ministry. Uh, He's a guy I talk to regularly. When we felt called to start a men's ministry, Bill is the first man I met with. Actually, besides Wild at Heart, the second book I ever read about manhood was this book, Six Rules Every Man Must Break. And this book really inspired me to break beyond church expectations and live a life of freedom to become the man I'm called to be, regardless of the church expectations. And Bill really breaks down the walls here. He also wrote a great book called Six Battles Every Man Must Fight. He also published a book through Right Horse Publishing called The Jesus Story, which is a blended reading of the Gospels, which I read every morning. I will read that book 12 times this year. It's unbelievable. So uh, love Bill, love what he's done. And so, guys, you can check out Bill on episode 88, and that'll help you guys a lot. Which is also uh, number 14 is The Jesus Story, also by Bill Perkins through Whitehorse Publishing. That's episode 227. So, guys, uh, Bill has two things on here. And so he's uh, impacted my life greatly and really appreciate him. Number 15, uh, I got to include this one, Dale. Oh, that's a great book. Got to include this one. Life changing. Strong Men, Dangerous Times, Five Essentials Every Man Must Possess to Change His World by. Yours truly. I wrote that book. It is an Amazon number one bestseller. And I believe it's the, in all the books I've ever read, Dale, this is the first book that clearly defines what a man is. It draws a delineation between a male and a man. No other book has actually done that. We talk about this all the time, but you can look at episode 426, 428, 430, 432, 434, where I map out all five of these. And then the last book, that we'll talk about today is written by the greatest man I've ever met, and it's a book called Just a Minute by Wes Stafford. And this book, Wes, if you, as you guys know, he's the, he's the president emeritus of Compassion International, which he led for 20 years and just took them to a whole nother level, uh, reaching over 2.5 million children around the world. And, and Wes talks about how just a minute with a child can change that child's life. So when I walk into a room and a child enters, or a child enters the room I'm already in, I treat that ground as holy ground. I'm reminded of a D.L. Moody quote. D.L. Moody came back years ago from a revival meeting. His wife said, how'd how'd it go? He said, you know what, okay. I led two and a half people to the Lord. And she said, oh, two adults and a child? And he said, no, two children and an adult. And there's such an, it's so important for us as men to take the time to stoop down and impact a child whether it's walking through the airport, whether it's, you know, Dale, your son Noah coming to my office, you know, he had he came in the other day, had the, the dog bit him on the face, <laughs> and I'm t- telling him how awesome the scar looks, and every kid should get bit by a dog once in his life. You know, he's just listening to me going, that doesn't sound right, but okay. You know, just taking the time to kind of talk to Noah. You know, it's so important. So that book really impacted me to do that. 
And so these are the top 16 books we've had, guys, on our show. Uh, Wes Stafford also wrote a great book called Too Small to Ignore, which is a story of his uh, testimony, and it's an outstanding book uh, uh, for men who want to impact the lives of children as well. So, Dale, what's up, man? Take us home. Yeah, guys, now we want you to head on over to meninthearena.org and join our program. You can just click on that link when you get there. And while you're there, you can get your free copy of Jim's book, Tell Them What Great Fathers Tell Their Sons and Daughters. Until next time, fill the wet sand on the arena floor, hear the deafening roar of the crowd, taste the sweetness of victory, smell the stench of battle, get in the game, get dirty, grind it out, and be a man. You've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world in our Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of biblical manhood. Make sure to explore our website at meninthearena.org, sign up for the weekly equipping blast, and take advantage of our many free resources designed to help you become your best version of a man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. Remember, when a man gets it, Everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.